This is HPR episode 2570 entitled Pendwicken 2018 Report and is part of the series Pendwicken. It is hosted by Ahuka and is about 16 minutes long and carries a clean flag. The summary is Pendwicken 2018 took place on May 4-6, 2018 in Southfield, Michigan. This episode of HPR is brought to you by archive.org. Support universal access to all knowledge by heading over to archive.org forward slash donate. Hello, and welcome to another exciting episode of Hacker Public Radio. I'm Ahuka, and I am looking forward to giving you my view of what happened at PenguinCon 2018. Now, I've done these uh, every year, and so what I want to emphasize is this is a very large event, and I am not that large a person. So I'm going to talk about the things I did. Um, and I'm sure if you had gone there, you would have done all sorts of different things. Uh, so this is just a taste of what's available. Uh, PenguinCon took place uh, the weekend of May 4th through May 6th. And um, so that's a, a Friday evening through Sunday afternoon, basically. Uh, now, if you were staying at the hotel where the event was going on, you know, you could be doing things well into the night. Um, I am too old to do stuff like that, and I live nearby, so uh, I just go for the day and then go home and get my sleep. So uh, Friday, uh, May 4th, uh, as I usually do, I went to work on Friday. Uh, then I grabbed dinner before heading over to PenguinCon. Uh, now, this year it was going to be different because I was not responsible for running anything other than my two talks. Now, last year, after four years of running the tech track, I stepped down because A, I was tired, and B, you want to bring in new blood to keep things fresh. That's a pro tip to all of you event organizers out there. Rotate your staff from time to time. <laughs> it's a good idea all around. Uh, so I got there. I found the registration table. I got signed in, and I picked up my materials for the two panels or presentation or whatever that I would be on. And then I headed for the opening ceremonies. Now, this is usually an introduction to all of the guests of honor and any other VIPs in attendance, and it helps me to get a sense of what the weekend is going to be like. I knew from previous emails that one of the guests of honor, Dr. Christine Larson, was going to be on my Isaac Arthur panel, but I had never met her. Uh, there was a guest of honor there that I had met and talked to previously. That's Mary Robinette Cowell, and I like her, so that was good. Then, um, after the opening ceremonies, I went to join my friend Craig Maloney for the Ubuntu release party. 
PanguaCon always happens in late April or early May, so it pretty much comes on the heels of the April Ubuntu release each year. So it's kind of a tradition to have a get-together. I mostly run the Kubuntu, that's the KDE uh, flavor, and I tend to stick to LTS releases. So I expect I will be upgrading as soon as they release to the LTS crowd. Now, technically, it is released as a .0 release, uh, but generally what Ubuntu does is they don't really offer it as an upgrade to LTS users uh, until it hits a, a .1 level, and that'll probably be later this summer at some point. That's what I'm expecting. And when that happens, I will upgrade. Uh, I spent some time there with various friends. Uh, Murph, who uh, made it up from New Jersey, is one of them, uh, as well as a number of the Michigan folks who were in attendance. So it was a a fun little get-together. After that, I went to see uh, Bob Tremblay, Jeff McLeod, and Curtis Potterveld demonstrate and discuss various space simulators. They showed several NASA programs that are free and simulate the solar system dynamics. You can use them to see what would happen if, for instance, the sun suddenly disappeared. And it turns out if the sun suddenly disappears, the planets immediately move in straight lines tangent to the previous orbit. Well, I guess that kind of makes sense. Uh, Or you could, for instance, as we did, look at the collision that they think created the moon when a Mars-sized body crashed into the early Earth. Uh, Then we ran Kerbal Space Program, which is a pretty accurate simulation of orbital mechanics and how to put together a spacecraft and get it up there. Of course, in the very best tradition of Mythbusters, we made one go boom by flying a rocket into the vehicle assembly building. And by this point, after three hours of PenguinCon on top of a full day at work, it was time to go home, because I knew I had an early morning ahead of me. So, Saturday, May 5th, uh, I had a 9 a.m. panel on Isaac Arthur, where I was joined by Jeff McLeod, who was at that uh, previous demonstration of simulations, and Dr. Christine Larson. Um, so now Isaac Arthur is an interesting fellow. He has a YouTube channel called Science and Futurism with Isaac Arthur. Um, and I think it's worth taking a look at, uh, his channel looks at extrapolations of what can happen in the future, given what we know about science. Now, some of it can get pretty far out, but it never violates any known laws. So you you won't see things like warp drives or faster-than-life travel or perpetual motion machines or any of that kind of stuff. Now, that still leaves plenty of scope for thinking big, and I really enjoy the panel, the, the channel, I should say. Um, you know, give it a look. You might like it, too. So what we did is, you know, we ran some video and then had a panel discussion about the things we saw in there and, you know, how feasible, you know, could it happen, um, that sort of thing. Now, from there, I moved on to the DIY IOT ABCD EFG. Yeah, all this alphabet stuff. This uh, So do-it-yourself Internet of Things talk, and it was by Dave Putz and Connie C., 
Now, Connie I knew from last year when I asked her to present a panel on scientific Linux, which she helped create. Uh, this time, the presentation was on IoT, using things like Raspberry Pi and Arduino to control the cameras and sensors. Now, I think this is the kind of topic that would appeal to Hacker Public Radio listeners and is a good reason to plan a visit, if you can, here when PenguinCon is on. There are great presentations every year, and Daniel Dugan did a great job of programming the tech track this time around. And the following presentation by Karen Burnham was called Turning Materials Science Fiction into Science Fact, and I was pretty sure it would be great as well, because it usually is with Karen. Now, Karen had worked for NASA and I don't, I, for one of the aerospace companies, uh, but had moved to Michigan to work in electric car engineering for Ford Motor Company. So I've learned that any talk she gives is going to be interesting, and, and I was not disappointed in this one. Now, at noon, I went to see Michael W. Lucas do a talk on large-scale SSH keys and certificates. Now, Michael is a very successful author, and he has a book on SSH, just came out in the second edition, but the first edition was one of my principal resources when I did some shows on SSH for Hacker Public Radio. And listeners to the popular Sunday Morning Linux Review will know that he is also the author of numerous books on BSD. He's not only a good author, but a good speaker, and I always try to catch one of his talks at PenguinCon. I can't catch all of them because he's a glutton for punishment and does way too many talks. After that, I went to a talk called Feminism in Comics, which traced the history of the comics and how the way women were portrayed in them changed over time. Then it was on to gender and artificial intelligence. Now, of course, AIs don't really have any gender, but they're portrayed as having gender. For example, the voices of uh, devices like the Amazon Alexa and Google Assistant tend to be female. Uh, you can change that if you wish, but it's worth some consideration as to why female is the default in this case and what that tells us about our own perceptions. From there, I went to Ask an Astronomer, a panel with Dr. Christine Larson, Bob Tremblay, Curtis Potterveld, and Jeff McLeod. I've mentioned all of them in previous panels, uh, but I'll give a little more information here. Dr. Larson is an astronomer on the faculty of Central Connecticut State University and very much a nerd. She has written on the astronomy of Middle Earth and uh, also has written a Harry Potter Starfinder. Uh, Bob Tremblay actually works for the Vatican Observatory, which is extremely cool, and they are both solar system ambassadors for NASA which is also really cool. Then I went to Tom Lawrence's talk on open source video editing workflow on Linux. Now, Tom is, of course, well known from being one of the hosts of Sunday Morning Linux Review, and he also has a YouTube channel for his business, Lawrence Systems, and that channel is worth checking out. Link in the show notes, of course. Uh, as a YouTuber, he does a lot of video production, and he does it using open source software. So this talk was well worth catching, particularly in light of my ongoing quest to figure out why Caden Live doesn't like me. Well, following Tom's talk was my second talk, 
which was Diffie-Hellman Merkel Key Exchange. Uh, if that sounds familiar, you probably heard this on Hacker Public Radio. But I'll put a link in the show notes anyway, so you can download it if you didn't hear it or you just want to hear it again. Um, it's pretty much the same uh, talk either way, because uh, I am a firm believer in using a talk as many times as I can after I put in the effort to write it. Uh, in this case, it was well-received by the people there. And by now, it had been a long day. I had started at 9 a.m. with the Isaac Arthur panel. My talk on Diffie-Hellman Merkel ended at 7 p.m. Uh, so that was about 10 straight hours of, of pretty intense activity. So I grabbed some dinner and went home. That did mean missing Michael W. Lucas on a panel called Making a Living as a Midlist Writer, but sometimes you just have to do what you have to do. And that brings us to the last day, Sunday, May 6th. And the last day is usually just a little more laid back because by this point, most of the people there are getting kind of tired. Um, after breakfast, I stopped by the Sunday morning Linux review. I uh, didn't really see anything. They were just packing up their gear, having finished the show. Uh, from there, I went to a presentation that seemed promising called All Energy is Perpetual. Well, it may have seemed promising, but it ended up being pseudoscientific nonsense. Uh, my friend Craig Maloney was getting progressively more annoyed with the speaker, and another audience member got up, said loudly, I'm sticking with science, and stalked out of the room. It was sad and unfortunate, uh, but I found the head of programming, Bagel Garrison, and told her that this was a mistake and don't bring this person back again. Um, that's the advantage of having been on staff. I know who to talk to and what to tell them. <laughs> I then went to a talk by my friend Jer Lance, but he never actually made it. I, I think he was in a meeting that ran long. So those of us who were in the room talked to each other for the hour. Uh, one of them was my friend Liffy Dubois, who was the chair last year for PenguinCon. Uh, nice lady. Now, I had a hole in my schedule after this, uh, which meant it was time to hit the dealer's room and, and view the things that were on offer there. I wasn't really intending to buy anything, and in fact, didn't, because right now my wife and I are more intent on getting rid of stuff than acquiring more of it. But a little window shopping never hurt anyone. Then it was on to a panel, Clamp Studio Anime Deep Dive. I do enjoy anime, and these kinds of panels are often interesting. Clamp Studio is perhaps best known for a series called Card Captor Sakura, and we got a taste of that, but they seem to have a number of interesting titles which we sampled. So, you know, it's pretty much, you know, four or five minute clips from a bunch of different anime videos. Um,. I followed this with a panel about dysfunctional communication on the internet. Um, was not the most illuminating thing I've ever been involved with, but you know, at this point, any uh, chance you have to sit down seems like a good idea. And then it was off to the closing ceremonies. I would have to say I thought that ran about half an hour longer than should have run. You know, um, 
I think sometimes people just, uh, have you ever been in one of those meetings where everything's been said, but not everyone has said it, so it just keeps going on? It kind of felt like that a little bit. Um, so I was relieved when it was finally over. <laughs> uh, but I already have my registration for next year, uh, and I'm looking forward to it. Now, as I was leaving the room, I was hailed by 5150, whom I had somehow not connected with at all throughout the entire weekend. Well, you know, this is an example of what I was saying at the beginning, that, you know, everyone's experience of PenguinCon, he was there for the whole thing. Uh, We never went to the same panels or presentations throughout the weekend. Um, And, you know, there's so much programming that that can happen. Uh, Unfortunately, by this point, you know, I was really exhausted. I don't know about 50, but... uh, you know, really, all I could do was kind of exchange some greetings and, you know, hey, let's catch up at Ohio Linux Fest, uh, where we'll probably both be a little more rested and have a little more scope to just spend some time socializing. So, that's uh, my experience of the 2018 version of PenguinCon. And, uh, you know, it, every year, end of April, beginning of May, check the calendar. Uh, there's going to be one of these events, and they're always really good. And, you know, if you can, you should plan to spend a little time here because you'll enjoy it. There's a lot of good stuff going on. And so with that, this is Ahuka signing off for Hacker Public Radio and, as I always do, reminding you to support free software. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website, or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.